Welcome to Chamber Chats, brought to you by the Kershaw County Chamber of Commerce. I'm Amy Kiner. And I'm Stephen Smoke. We are co-hosts of Chamber Chats. New episodes of Chamber Chats go live the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Thank you for tuning in. Today we have another fabulous guest. Scott Edwards with Hale Street Grill is with us for our episode of Chamber Chats. Welcome, Scott. We're so glad to have you here. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me come in. Absolutely. All right, Scott, um, you know, Hale Street Grill, tell us about what you did before Hale Street Grill. Uh, well, before Hale Street Grill, I was with uh, Outback Steakhouse for almost 20 years. Uh, as a managing partner, and that's really where uh, where I got all my restaurant expertise, you know, I guess. Uh, of course, there you start off as uh, an hourly position and work your way up, run the kitchen, run the front of the house, and then running your management teams, going to managing partners, buying in that way. And uh, so that's that's really where, where I got started beforehand, before I finally came back home. Okay, and what part of the world were you uh, without back? <laughs> Uh, the majority of it was in Gastonia, North Carolina. Very good. Well, and what made you decide to to leave Outback, leave that 20-year position, and buy Hale Street Grill? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> uh, we actually, uh, Michelle and I, we came home in 2018 for the Carolina Cup. And uh, while we were home, my parents had brought up the Hale Street Grill was for sale. And uh, at that point in time, we were 42, and we had always had plans to get our own breakfast and lunch when you know when I was around 50 or so, because I wanted to be able to have afternoons off as our kids got older to be able mm-hmm. to interact with sports or band or whatever they're in with. And um, so we weren't even looking for it, and it was right there. And so I just went and looked at it, but really didn't think anything about it. Uh, went on off and you know hung out with friends that weekend and, and family and but then when I got back to, to work it just kept going in my head and uh, so I kept looking at it and looking at some financial things and things like that and of course prayed about it and everything just lined up like it was one thing I said to Michelle was that because Michelle was definitely apprehensive about it you know it's a, it's a big jump absolutely and um, I was like, well, I'm not going to force anything. If it's meant to be, it'll happen. You know, right. and if not, we weren't looking for it anyways. Mm-hmm. And uh, it all fell into place. And uh, so it was like it was it was meant to be. So, and coming back home, it was uh, it was just something that seemed like the right thing to do. And uh, it, it's it's worked out so far. Well, I know uh, there are a lot of satisfied Kershaw County residents <laughs> uh, as a result of that decision for you guys coming back home. So. Um, well, you've obviously done well. You've been back three years now, or yeah. right about there. Um, but what kind of challenges have you experienced in in your business, both maybe just in general, but then also COVID-related? Uh, well, there's daily cha- challenges, and um, you're looking at right now. You know, right now staffing's a staffing's a huge mm-hmm. issue, and yeah, that's it for for everybody. Um, you know, trying to find the right people to be able to help maintain and, and grow. You know, you don't want to stay complacent. Um, cost of goods is really jumping up right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's a tough part because, you know, one of the biggest things we have for Hell Street Grill and what we wanted to do is uh, we want to make sure that everybody 
got a good value and still had good quality food. You know, so we're trying to keep that price point down. Because uh, again, we're not here to be millionaires. We're just trying to support our family and be back in the community and things like that. And uh, it's really tough right now with the way prices are going. And it's like you, you feel like you, you definitely have to raise your prices, but you don't you don't like to. You know, again, I'm not greedy, and uh, and I have a lot of regulars that are on set incomes. Yeah. You know, and I I, I think about that tremendously, and so so that's really tough. Um, of course, just trying to keep up with the times, you know, it's uh, you you have to grow, and with that, you got to think outside the box, and um, it's a gamble. It's mm-hmm. a gamble that you got to take and, and look at. But that that's some of the some of the things we have to look at right now, uh, as far as COVID of it. Of course, as you know, is keeping your safety and sanitation top notch. Um, we definitely adapted, and we adapted in, in a good way, but uh, being able to do uh, catering took off for us, which was something that you would have thought opposite, but we found out a way to be able to serve individual boxes and keep them hot, even if we had to travel over an hour to deliver. Um, you know, and things like that, would I would have never thought could be done where you could cater for 250 people and with individual boxes and knowing that it stayed hot and the food quality was good. Yeah. You wow. know, so it's a... Uh, it's worked out, but it's through testing. And you got to mess up a lot to get it right. <laughs> well, and you mentioned catering. Were you catering before COVID anyway? And how much of that is part of your business? Is it just a little bit or a big chunk? Uh, catering has become a big a big part. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were catering before COVID. Um, but catering has definitely um, expanded drastically. Um, before COVID, of course, when COVID hit, we lost a lot. All of us did. You know, all of us that cater here in Kershaw County, we all lost a lot. We all talk about it, you know, and what different ways to try to um, work around it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still, it's a, it's a huge part and it's growing more every week, um, you know, and it's just uh, trying to find ways to adapt to it and make it work. And Scott, you made reference to this, but. Um, you have what I would call it a true family business there, and mm-hmm. and I'm just interested, and I think others would be interested in just how that works. I know if if our family had a family business like yours, <laughs> it would be we'd have to open about every other day. <laughs> we'd have to have like a peace day in between, and that probably wouldn't work so well. Yeah, so how, right, right. How do you? How does the Edwards family make that work? Uh, well, we made a decision together. You know, it was it was definitely something that, that I've done, and Michelle was just like, "Okay, I'm on board. Let's go." You know, I, I believe in you, and we can make it work. Uh, one thing we said at the very beginning, before we even went to start operating, was uh, that the grill is mine and the house is hers. Nice. And that's worked out really well. Yeah. You know, so anything at the grill, it's it goes through me. Mm-hmm. Anything to the house, it goes through her. You know, and it's it's really worked out well that way. You know, and um, we have an amazing relationship. You know, so it's it's um, it's worked out amazing. You get you really it's mm-hmm. you couldn't ask for anything better. I could have made a better story for it, and um, but I'm sure it doesn't work for everybody, but it does for us. Well, it sounds like it worked out perfectly. Not only some of your decisions to divide the work, but also just to buy the business. Uh, seems like everything just came together perfectly. Uh, but I know that there's another big part of the business that we would love for you to share with our listeners, and that's how you support the community. I, I know of some specific events that you've done 
um, for little to no pay, perhaps. Um, and, and I just want you to talk a little bit about what some of those causes are that you all like to support and, and why, why you do that, why you give back like you do. Uh, well, it's, it's what the Lord told us to do. Mm-hmm. And that was really the reason we did it. Um, we're, we're, we're fortunate enough to be able to do it, mm-hmm. you know, and um, monetarily, I mean, I don't have a huge bank account. I can't just hand out tons of money. Um, right. You know, again, like I said, we're just here to make a living. Um, but through the experience of what I have with Outback, that's a big part of it. That was a big backbone. Uh, we used to do a lot of special events mm-hmm. earlier in the career. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Outback continued to grow, they had to cut back a little bit. Um, but that really, it was it was amazing to watch my staff even back then as far as to see how much they would jump forward to figure out a way that they could get that day off to help out doing an event, mm-hmm. to be able to help raise money for somebody. Yeah. And uh, something that Michelle and I, both Michelle's with Outback for 18 years as well. And so it's just part of our, it became our culture. Mm-hmm. It's part of our principles and beliefs of what we feel is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we, we found a way to make it work, you know, and everybody around here loves barbecue. And uh, so we <laughs> figured we'd try to do barbecue plates and we do it at cost. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to do one at least once every two months, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just sort of depend on who needs what and where and what the availability is uh, to make it work. Uh, our calling is we're not trying to make money off of it, mm-hmm. you know, it's um, really, it's just people will come back to eat with you. You know, you do good, the good will come back and um, it, it's good for the soul. It really is just, that's all it is. It's just good for the soul, something fun to do. We're trying to branch out now. We're looking at maybe this winter, we want to do chicken bog. Ooh, you know, yum. so that was just something a little bit different to go mm-hmm. with it that still, uh, even with chicken bog, I can do it more myself. And so it'd be less labor so we can they can get more for that charity to, mm-hmm. to make more money with it. Yeah. And, um, but it's, it's a win-win. It's, uh, you can't beat it. We've had some great ones. We really have. Mm-hmm. It's been awesome. Well, I have to compliment you on that because I think what you do is amazing. I feel like, you know, I'll have heard of something, some particular need, and within, you know, a couple days I see a flyer of of an event that you're you're helping support um, with your wonderful, wonderful food. So thank you so much for all you do for our community. It's very, very impressive. Oh, absolutely. And as a side note, I'm going to share my favorite dish at Hale Street Grill. So, Stephen, you be thinking about what your favorite dish is. I'm looking forward to the chicken bog, but I love the catfish. That is by far my favorite. And black-eyed peas. The black-eyed peas are like my grandmother's growing up. No one else makes them like that except for you, Scott. So, thank you so much for the yummy food. The black-eyed peas. Oh, they are awesome. I haven't had them in a while, but it's, I'm I'm gluten-free these days as much as I'd like not to be, but, uh, so I'll have to go with the veggies too and don't make me, Mm. don't make me narrow it down. Right. Um, But I have to stay away from the sandwich, the breaded things and sandwiches and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, So I'll just, I'll just say all the veggies. Yes. That's, that's what I'm going to go with. Which I'm sure are cooked in healthy yeah. oils. Oh, yeah. Put fat burning. burners in it. You know, it's all good for you. all healthy. <laughs> hey, just because it's gluten-free doesn't mean it's necessarily healthy. It's just, but it's so good. Yeah. It's so, so good. 
uh, anything I've had that, that Scott and those have done is, has been delicious. And, Absolutely. And um, and it is amazing what, what they do in the community and you see them out and about. And, um, and I would imagine it's even more meaningful with this being the community that you're from and that your family still resides in and, and to, to be able to make an impact here is, uh, you know, means a lot, I'm sure. No, it does. Well, it is also really, I think even a, a better part of it is just my kids are involved in it, mm-hmm. you know, and so they're learning things early. Yeah. You know, uh, they're learning work ethic right out of the grill. They're learning about how we give back to different charities and how to help people and not being selfish. And um, it's, now they're bringing stuff up to me that they see, you know, so that's uh Wow. It makes you feel good. It's yeah. like we were talking about growth with soccer earlier. You know, it's just, it's just something mm-hmm. that's the growth you can't beat. And that's, again, like I said, it's just good for the soul. It's just, it's, I love it. You know, and it's, it's not anything extra you're trying to do for it. You just know you're helping out. And, you know, if you can't personally do it monetarily, you can still help out by get, bringing the community together to help out. And it's just awesome. It really is. And it shows. It shows. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, have we missed anything about your story that you would like to share with our listeners? No. I mean, I remember I remember riding my bicycle back to Hell Street Grill yeah. back in the late 80s, late 80s and early 90s, uh, buying a cheeseburger and a bottle of Coke. Nice. I would never thought I'd be where I'm at now. Yeah. You know? And, uh, of course, now we're trying to, we've got a food truck. Ooh. So we've got uh, Hail on Wheels. Oh, I, I love that. it. I saw that on social media, yeah. yeah. Love that. So uh, we're, we're trying, to, <laughs> trying to grow that now. And, Goodness. Uh, so that's, that's a new adventure. Yeah. We'll, we'll see where that takes us. That's awesome. And uh, So do you post where your food truck is on Facebook so we can keep track of you? We will be. Okay. It's, um, I just got it about a month ago. Mm-hmm. And so it's just been testing the waters with it because the biggest thing is, you know, trying to make sure you've got quick food that right. still has great quality and right. pricing points right and um so we've done a couple so we fine-tuned it uh-huh. you know, definitely a good bit I, I think it's ready just right now it's staffing you got to get right. the staffing to where i can get out to be able to do it so it's um just have to play it by ear right now hard yeah. for you to be in two places it sure is yeah it sure is but i've got amazing staff the staff that i have is is amazing mm-hmm. you know and one thing i've always told them whoever you respect the most in your life if you wouldn't serve that food to them, you better not push it out of my window. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they all they they believe that, you know, and they stick to it. And they're like Scott, uh, and I'm like, if you're even questioning, just throw it out, you know. And um, but that that's the way it needs to be, you know. It's it's got to be done right. And uh, so it, it'll get there. You know, we'll have the right people when when it's time's right. You know, the the Lord will make it work, and uh, we'll just go with it from there. We'll look so forward to seeing the. The truck out and about at different festivals, and you can take it out of town, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. We did a wedding two weeks ago in Charleston. Oh, awesome! Mm-hmm. And, uh, so we've been out a little bit. Good, good. Well, Scott, we can't thank you enough for your great food, but also more importantly for your commitment to this community. Uh, we so appreciate you. We appreciate your wife, and we appreciate all you're doing to to support uh, everyone. Uh, everyone who has a need and and that you feel like you can connect with and serve. So thank you so much for that. And of course, thank you for coming on the podcast. We enjoyed learning a little bit more about your story. And uh, so we hope that um, everyone can appreciate your business a little bit more and appreciate all that you do as well. So thank you so much, Scott. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. Thank you. 
That's it for this episode. Tune in to new episodes of Chamber Chats the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. If you're a Chamber member who would like to be interviewed on Chamber Chats, or if you have a topic of interest to small businesses, we'd love to hear from you. That's right. You can find us online at KershawCountyChamber.org or give us a call at 803-432-2525. Special thanks to our producer, Patty Rose, local radio stations, Cool 102.7 and Carolina Country Classics 98.7 for the use of their studios. To today's guests and to you for tuning in.